Good morning. It's Friday morning here in northern Illinois. And it looks like a pretty nice day today, but it's a little overcast. So our crazy weather continues. Uh, we're all trying to figure out, is this how it is every year or is something different this year? So uh, it we, we always want to think when it's supposed to be springtime that, you know, we need to be able to plant and it needs to quit snowing and quit uh, being so cold and almost freezing. And uh, then we can't even remember what it was like a year or two before. So I think we're still within the range of what's very normal. <clears throat> and I have a frog in my throat, so... I'll probably have to take sips of my coffee to be able to read. I wanted to read today from the from Gil Fransdale, The Issue at Hand, and uh, I, I wanted to pick The Storms of Spiritual Life. And I don't think I've read this one yet. And then if there's time, I'd like to read another one, Mindfulness of Emotions. Um, very good friends have lost uh, last night. I got messages from them this morning that their uh, father had died. And uh, he was, he and my mom were about the same age, so we had always kind of, for the last, oh, for the last three or four years, we kind of compared where our parents were. And, you know, my mom died back in January. And so Aaron and Tessa. And Rachel's father died uh, last night, and he was such a wonderful man, and they took such wonderful care of him, and he was he was just a delight to be around. And uh, they were they were all able to be together and be with him yesterday, and. Uh, I know, I know it's a difficult time just because he was a very, very vibrant, creative man and kept that, kept that as long as he could in his life. So, I, this, the storm to spiritual life, I don't even know. There, these two I thought might be, have a little bit of, maybe just, uh, in, in memory. of Poppy. And this is from the verse from the Dhammapada is Dhammapada 25. Through effort, attention, restraint, and self-control, the wise person can become an island no flood will overwhelm. The storms of spiritual life. Expecting Buddhist practice to entail only joy and ease is naive. More realistic is to expect both joy and sorrow, ease and struggle. If the practice is to engage with our full life, then inevitably we will practice in times of crisis, loss, or painful self-confrontation. Certainly, it would be nice to negotiate these times with calm, grace, and wisdom. However, if we are hard on ourselves for not doing so, we only add to our suffering and hinder 
the growth of compassion. Evaluating our spiritual practice by the presence of joy and ease is often myopic. It overlooks the range of other personal qualities that we need to develop. An analogy may illustrate this. Imagine two people setting out to cross a large lake, each in a small rowboat. The first sets out on a clear day with the lake surface as still and flat as a mirror, a gentle breeze and a steady current pushing the boat from behind. Each time the oars are dipped into the water, the boat shoots across the lake. Rowing is easy and delightful. Quickly, the rower reaches the far side of the lake. She may congratulate herself for being quite skilled. The second rower heads out across the same lake during a great storm. Powerful winds, currents, and waves move in the direction opposite the boat. With each pull of the oars, the boat barely moves forward, only to lose most of the distance gained when the oars are raised out of the water for the next pull. After much much effort, she makes it to the far side of the lake. This rower may feel discouraged at her lack of skill. Probably most people would prefer to be the first rower, However, the second rower is the one who has become stronger from the exertion and is thereby better prepared for future challenges. I have known meditators who have congratulated themselves for their meditative proficiency when practice has been easy. And I have known meditators filled with doubt and self-condemnation when the practice has been stormy. Practicing with our best effort during periods of crisis and personal struggle may not bring about spiritual highs. It may, however, bring something more important, a strengthening of the inner qualities that sustain a spiritual life for the long term. Mindfulness, persistence, courage, compassion, humility, renunciation, discipline, concentration, faith, acceptance, and kindness. For Buddhist practice, one of the most important inner capacities to develop is awareness of intention. Our intention is like a muscle, following through on our intention to practice, to be mindful and compassionate. During times of difficulty is an important way of strengthening it. The beauty of this is that even if our efforts are clumsy or if we don't accomplish a particular task, the intention muscle has still been strengthened every time we use it, especially if it is being nourished by faith and clear comprehension. As our core motivations become stronger and we develop more confidence and appreciation in them, they become a resource and refuge in times of difficulty. Meditators all too often measure their practice by their meditative experiences. While a range of such potential experiences can play an important role in Buddhist spirituality, day-to-day -day practice is more focused on developing our inner faculties and strengths. This includes cultivating awareness 
and investigation in all circumstances, whether the weather is clear or stormy. A wealth of inner strength follows in the wake of mindfulness and persistence. Such strength is often accompanied by feelings of calm and joy, but more important, it allows us to remain awake and free under conditions of both joy and sorrow. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful one. So I think that's probably enough for today. We can sit. And um, I want us, when we sit today, we can practice loving kindness. And uh, be sure that we, when you're thinking, I'll mention, uh, I'll mention him, but we can send loving kindness to someone who has just recently left this life. And uh, that's, that's always a good practice because in their passing, we want it to be as peaceful and as calm and, and full of uh, good thoughts from others as it can be just to make it be a, a, a more peaceful transition. And so Poppy, Poppy is, uh, is what they lovingly called their father and grandfather. And he was a great grandfather to Bo, who was, they were both really lucky to get to know each other in this lifetime. So I'll use some of the words. I'll start with them with our loving kindness practice from Christy, uh, ChristyTending.com. They're beautiful words. So, I really like her instructions too, so I'd like to read those with this practice. So just get in that a posture that allows you to feel awake and aware. Let your spine support you, and uh, you can roll your shoulders back. That helps open up your chest. And these are her instructions. This meditation is the practicing well wishes of, of well is is the practice of well wishes for yourself or others in a way that cultivates a sense of loving-kindness for both you and the recipient. Since we're all here for self-care, begin with yourself, offering yourself this loving-kindness before moving on to others. Seated comfortably with your eyes closed, silently repeat these or your own phrases for a set duration, and we can sit for about almost 15 minutes. So from these phrases that I'll read, there are about, I think, about seven. Repeat four of these. 
them silently for the duration of the meditation, like counting the beads of a mala. They're not there to cultivate thoughts, but as a mindfulness tool. If thoughts arise, simply brush them away and return your attention to the phrases. So let's begin with ourselves. We always need to begin with ourselves because that's how we replenish ourselves. That's how we, we're, we're purifying our own mind to be more available and to be, to just be really in the moment, whether it's with people, whether it's in nature, whether it's doing a job. And so beginning with ourselves is a very important part of the practice. We, if we give and give and give without replenishing our own, our own hearts, our own minds, our bodies, our, uh, all of the qualities that we're, we're, that, that, uh, Gil Fransdell mentions in the, in the essay, uh, we have to replenish. We have to nourish ourselves or we, we're not able to contain and work with all of those beautiful qualities. So from these seven, pick out or make your own, and then we will use these towards others as well. May I be peaceful. May I have ease of well-being. May I be healthy in body and mind. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself just as I am. May my life unfold smoothly with joy. And may I be free from danger and harm. So really feel these words of encouragement and we call them blessings. We're giving, sending blessings to ourselves. And pick a few and let them become a mantra Let them become words that you can pull up any time you need to practice loving-kindness. Add your own. May I be peaceful. May I have ease of well-being. May I be healthy in body and mind. May I be kind to myself. May I accept myself just as I am. May my life unfold smoothly with joy. And may I be free from danger and harm. And as we practice loving kindness, we, we begin with self and we move out to others. 
Now we next move out to those around us, close to us, our loved ones, our dear friends. And we can think about Poppy and his family. He lived a very long life. He was loving, he was creative, an artist. He had a beautiful family. And send your good thoughts, your loving thoughts, not only to Poppy as he makes a transition from this world, but to his family members. who I know are so sad to see him go, but so happy for the peace, the peace that he's found. May all his family members be well and happy and at peace. May Poppy be at peace, knowing that his family he loves so much will be able to care for themselves, that they'll remember him And so many others will remember him. And as you think about Poppy and send your well wishes to his family, and send him peaceful and loving thoughts for his passage to the next world. You can think about your own family members you've lost. Think of them with love and kindness Know that the spiritual, this spiritual journey is a mixture of joy and sadness. May all our loved ones be well and happy. 
May they be peaceful. May they be free from danger and harm. May they be unafraid as they move into the next phase of this life or into a new life. And let's just stay in this spot for a few minutes. And just letting our minds soar, soar up into that beautiful spaciousness where these loved ones have already gone. Touch in with them. And allow them to go. Now just keep opening your heart. Open your heart and let it move out even further than our loved ones. Our loved ones living and those that we've lost and to Aaron and Tessa and Rachel's dad, Poppy. Let your heart be full of love and kindness and friendliness to all beings. And just keep sending out this feeling of love
and we know that the people that we love and the pets that we love are all this life is impermanent but the love we have is not impermanent this is the quality we want to be imbued with So think of people that you've never, you haven't met yet and send out these thoughts of friendliness and kindness. May all of the strangers in my world be well. May they be at peace. Use the phrases May their lives unfold with joy. And then even expand out further. Take in all living beings, all human beings, all creatures, all beings living on different planes and living different existences. May all beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. May all beings be free from fear and anger and anxiety, free from hunger and thirst, free from disaster and war. And may all beings everywhere throughout the universe, as far and beyond as we can imagine, may all beings be at peace. So this may be a day to think about your loved ones, to think about the ones we, we've, we've lost but are still in our hearts, or to think about the ones that are, that are still here, and just be filled with that love. What a wonderful experience. And know that, those, that they're, they're with you through that love. So thank you, thank you for for being here, thank you 
for beautiful friends. Thanks for sharing your families. And I'll see you Sunday morning.